This is episode 513 on the 27th of April 2022. The Indian National T20 domestic competition has reached a stage where one knows who could be the fourth potential semi-finalist. And looking at how the matches have gone so far, irrespective of the toss because it's irrelevant because teams are blindly winning the toss and deciding to bowl first though nine out of ten times that decision to bowl first has backfired because the team chasing has not been able to do so in the manner they should so now in this gujarat versus hyderabad match which is basically a clash of not only the top two but of the egos if Gujarat win, they go to 14 points. If Hyderabad win, they tally with Gujarat at 12 points. And now Hyderabad, who had been chasing so far in the last five matches, would have to alter their plans in the sense that they would have to change their plans. Now they have to bat first. They have to get to a decent score. 160 would be good. Gujarat chased down 170 in the last match they played when they were 50 for 4 and that will give them a lot of confidence that they can chase out anything. This match, once again, a clash of egos, a clash of fast ballers in Lockie Ferguson versus Umran Malik versus Spinners as well and how the two captains will shape up the cerebral nature of the two captains will come into the picture for this particular match. It's been touted as a big match and ironically, none of the teams that are included are Bombay or Chennai or Delhi or Calcutta. Who thought a year ago that a Gujarat-Hyderabad match, though Hyderabad is a decent team having won twice before in 2009 and 2016. Who thought that Gujarat versus Hyderabad match would be a match that everyone would be focused on with the teams on 12 points and 10 points respectively. But looking at how this competition has gone so far, should there be a theme song for this particular competition? There could be a theme song, but I am not aware of any theme song for this particular competition. But let's presume if there was a theme song, what would be the theme song for this particular competition? And I've chosen a very interesting song which will sum up the performances of a few teams and make other teams LOL. So it's carry on my wayward son, there'll be peace when you are done. Lay your baby head to rest, don't you cry no more. Once I rose above the noise and confusion, just to get a glimpse beyond this illusion. I was soaring even higher, but I flew too high, though my eyes could see. I was still a blind man, though my mind could think. I was still a madman. I heard the voices when I'm dreaming. I can hear them say, Carry on my wayward son, there'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest, don't you cry no more. Masquerading as a man with a reason, my charade is the event of the season. And if I claim to be a wise man, 
but actually means that I don't know. On the stormy sea of moving emotion, tossed about, I'm like a ship on the ocean. I set a course for winds of fortune, but I heard the voices say, "Carry on, my wayward son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't be crying no more. No. Carry on. You will always remember." Carry on, nothing equals the splendor. Now your life's no longer empty. Surely heaven waits for you. Carry on, my wayward son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't be crying no more. So let's get cracking with the match as Tami goes to Abhishek, who's been a revelation. in this particular tournament and for me he comes in that left arm spinner or longer category he joins Kadeja Kunal Pandya or Kunal Pandya Aksar Patel and couple of other left arm spinners in this particular competition so it's going to be how hyderabad alters their plan they have now to set a target and for me if they can get to 160 sunny bowls on the pads and that's gone for a boundary so That's what happens in these matches. It's not as if such bold, 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 being bold before on the pads and five wides. That's unfair, but that's the way these rules are. It did not touch the pad. It beat the keeper. Well, a keeper who I don't think should be even part of this competition, but they had to accommodate certain players, so they bent for Saha. So he's not the kind of guy I would have in my team, but. As the first ball goes for five runs, as Shami steams into Abhishek Sharma, who on the pads but straight to the fielder and no runs. So five runs without any loss after two balls. So at a run rate of already 15 runs per over. So they have started well and. Washington Sundar has replaced. So they have a couple of good all-rounders. They have got a good spinning all-rounder in Washington Sundar. And right now, nobody would take a Washington Sundar seriously. If when an Ashwin came for the first time, everybody thought, "Can he do the job in the five-day matches?" Nobody thought that. Everyone thought he was your typical 20-over, 50-over wide ball sort of being brought up on those wide ball mentality. But he has over 450 wickets, so he's done the job. Who knows what will happen next? Washington Sundar, if he gets a chance, he can break all records. I think Mohli Dhawan's record will be broken by a spinner. I don't know which spinner, but Nathan Lyon doesn't have age on his side. He's only 35. Ashwin also doesn't have age on his side. And unlike before, where there was no DRS and where every dubious decision was seen as a good decision. Right now, DRS may have prevented them from taking a lot of wickets. DRS may have stolen wickets because of the rules, because of impact outside off stump and all that. Otherwise, by now, Ashwin, if there was no DRS, someone like Ashwin would have had at least six hundred wickets in that short period. But there is no use discussing that. Let's discuss this match at Hyderabad. So the first ball went for five runs. The next three balls have been good on around at off stump. On the pad, once again, the same delivery is that a leg by. It doesn't matter. It's four runs. It's a wide. 
for 10 runs in the first four balls and it's our impression. So yes, the bowler bowled down the leg side, struggling with the spin. But I don't think it's that bad a situation that we have to be critical of the fast ball. The only thing is this will the over will take around five minutes to get over the cause of the extra balls. That's something umpires will have to look out for. As I said, umpires either they get some kind of quasi duty, at least some kind of responsibility of tackling situations when there are groups of individuals who are not on same terms and a single is taken. I don't think we have to worry about 11 runs of the first over. We saw what happened yesterday when Kohli hit two boundaries and he was gone the next over and then Bangalore was unable to chase 1-1-5 and let's forget which ground the match is being played on. At this point it looks like the Wankade probably but it really doesn't matter. If somehow Hyderabad can get between 160-165, if they can go there, I have my doubt that Gujarat can chase it. Gujarat themselves defended around 160 last time. Lucknow defended around 170 last time. We saw Punjab defending around 190 last time. And teams have not been able to chase as these teams in. Of course, Hyderabad bowled as the first ball. Huge appeal, but there may be but there may be an inside edge as the captain and the bowler will not confer and it's all over as far as the DRS is concerned. Except for Bangalore being bowled out for 60, which was an anomaly, and in Bangalore not able to chase 150, which was also another anomaly. I think this decision to bowl first based on illusions like you or masquerading situations like we can chase knowing that teams have defended before knowing Gujarat themselves know that they have defended 160 Hyderabad has been chasing 160 and once Hyderabad has been the chasing team not the defending team Gujarat has been the defending team not the chasing team so but I don't think these things make a difference these players have enough experience to not let such minor things affect their plans so it will be they are to bowl the second over not Hartik Pandya so that's a change of plans 11 runs of the first over with over 10 runs coming in next was how will that affect the team let's see as they are teams in and he is going to bowl to Abhishek Sharma, left arm spinner, and straight to the fielder, straight to mid-off, and no runs. So, 7 balls, 11 runs, 0 wickets. So, 12 runs after 8 balls, after it was a wide or something. So, 12 runs, 8 balls, going at an average of 9 runs per over. So, a decent start by Hyderabad, but they may lose with wickets and it will be all on the likes of Aidan Makram, Nicholas Puran, Rahul Tripathi and Washington Sonora do the job. Let's see what happens. So as Williamson to face his second ball as Dayal steams in, left arm spinner to the captain who has been criticized for his low strike rate. They take too much time nowadays which is not impressive in my world. As Williamson gets ready. 
and this time he goes for the big heave-ho, almighty heave-ho and swing and stand lever and misses. He has a strike rate of 95, which I think is a decent strike rate, but where people have strike rates of 160, his strike rate would be seen as something unacceptable in the world where strike rates become such an important part of the narrative, an important part of the illusion, an important part of the masquerade. As the song itself said, once you rise above the illusion, you'll understand that there's nothing to be worried about. As Billington Bowles, this time on the pads, a single taken and third man, in fact, it's gone for a boundary. It's a single. It looked like a boundary, but it's a single. And a team like Gujarat will say that they have Rahul Tawatiya, Rashid Khan, Rocky Ferguson as their bowlers bowl between number over numbers 10 to number 20. And then of course Azari Joseph, which means that they have got a relatively weaker batting lineup. As they are bowls to Abhishek. Once again, Abhishek cuts hard and beats the fielder and the first legitimate boundary of the match was splashed hard. Well, will this, will these performances in this tournament affect how selectors look at the team for the World Cup or the tournament before the World Cup? Well, we have enough all-rounders. We have at least eight all-rounders in fast bowling as well as in the spinning department. Other looking at fast bowlers would be good too excited and Ruben Umran Malik. I am not going to get excited about Umran Malik because when Umesh Sharad came for the first time 10 years ago, he excited us in the same manner. Once again on the path, another one. So when Umesh Sharad came to the party around 10 years ago, 10-12 years ago, he was bowling around between 145 and 150. So was Mohammed Shami. So was a certain Varun Aaron who is no longer a regular either in the national team, domestic team or this tournament. I And they were all 22, 23 year olds and so is Umran Malik, 22 and a half year old or maybe 23. I won't get excited about him because if he gets selected in the team and if he stays for a period of 10 to 12 years, his speed will come down, will go from bowling at 155 to bowling at 140. That will happen. Everyone is excited because that's the way things are. This time, oh, lifts it over the top and another expensive over for Hyderabad as this ball goes to the boundary. 11 runs have been scored so far from this over. 11 balls, 22 runs, 2 runs of ball, 12 runs per over. And it's a good start by Hyderabad. No fear going after the balling in the fielding restrictions, 6 over fielding restrictions, which means Hyderabad will have. Gujarat will have to alter their plans, maybe bring in one of their spinners early, Rashid Khan, the fourth or the fifth over. So I don't think how does that affect their plans. I have no idea, but that's the way And This time, let's it go to two overs gone, 22 for zero. As I said, of course, everyone is excited about Umran Malik, a guy bowling at over 150, coming from a certain region in the country where not a lot of players come from. What is that region? I'll let you decide. But I am not going to be excited because Zahir Khan came 22 years ago. He excited everyone bowling at 150. Srinath came 30 years ago. He did the same thing. 
in between so many bowlers came a pan patan was bowling at 140 an 18 year old and so many fast bowlers have come bumrah was getting everyone on their feet wow bowling at 150 bowling with a very strange action unique action so let's not get carried away by umran malik good that is bowling at over 150 no one is denying the fact but let's be clear that he is not the first bowler to do that and nor is this tournament surprising us with top teams who have won who have been winning over the past four years alternatively going to get me sad that bombay and chennai are not performing up to the levels they are supposed to perform they have to perform any mistake is seen as a blasphemy or something as this ball has been pulled away by the bowler and hyderabad are looking good so far in the first 14 balls going at over 11 runs per over so the first 14 balls have gone according to the plan of hyderabad and well the decision to bowl first so far has backfired but as we know things can change in a matter of minutes a wicket can fall something dramatic can happen they can go from 26 for 0 to 30 for 2 in five overs so that will not happen so let's see how this entire thing pans out once again straight to the fielder so 15 balls 26 runs with a couple of extras with over 10 extras in this 11 extras in this particular match so an interesting proposition coming back to the subject of umran malik not going to get excited in fact i'm just going to play the waiting game because i know how these things look a couple of more years he gains experience he gets some cerebral in his thing he will slow down he was excited when dale stain came bowling at over 145 so was arbata at the age of 19 as a ball is bowled up an inside edge but no runs so many fast bowlers have come and done that the ball the fast bowlers of the 70s everyone says that they were bowling fast when well, there is no proof because the video footage available is limited we only have word of mouth from their counterparts and the counterparts will do anything to put them on a pedestal so i won't get excited about the likes of malcolm marshall or andy roberts because there is no proof and whatever proof is there it doesn't look i'm not going to accept that as a proof as we come as shamim comes screaming in once upon a time shamim was seen as the next best thing he's bowling at 135 now so why get excited about something which we all know what's going to happen i wouldn't be too carried away by things at this point So the fifth ball over the of the over is going to be bowled. Twenty-six for zero after two point four overs after sixteen balls. As Shami steams in now an average of one thirty-five on on a time mode is one forty-five bowler gone. As I said, anything is possible. I told you, let's not get carried away by Hyderabad scoring twenty-six runs and over sixteen ball. The next ball. Straight pull the ball swings inside edge. He was saved by the inside edge. The last ball, but inside edge, and the captain is gone. The strike rate once again affects him. 
and the ball swung a long way, which means the Hyderabad bowlers will also have some fun. Gujarat had the first strike, and once again, Gail Williamson doesn't get distracted, moving, keeps the pressure on him and his team, which means Rahul Tripathi, Aidan Bakram, Nicholas Puran, all rounders, and Washington Sundar, and others will have to do the job which will be very interesting as to how they play this entire thing out. But that's the way things are in this tournament. So let's not get too carried away as far as the fastballers are concerned. Don't be surprised if they immediately draft this Umran Malik into the team, even as a net bowler. So I don't know what does that mean, but they might do that. So I think net practice is Something I don't think is a useful thing. It's like saying that I practiced a hundred questions before I go and do the exam. It really doesn't matter. I may practice a hundred questions, I may practice a hundred times, but in a real time scenario, whatever I may practice may not come into fruition. I don't see the point of net practice when you just had a match 24 hours ago. It means you're already in the momentum. So why go through this? Parade, illusion, masquerade of net practice, or any kind of. Practice. If you have an exam of same subjects of different things in the space of two days, why do you want to go to the net practice and get yourself injured, knowing that they're not wearing the full gear as far as the net practice time is concerned? It's a waste. It's an illusion. I'm not impressed by it. Now the party defense three gone, one for twenty-six. The game is now at a 50-50 situation. Expect Tamil to get a third over. Expect someone like Rashid Khan to get early into the match. So I don't think matchups make a difference. Whether a leg spinner goes to a left-hander or an off-spinner goes to a right-hander. Whether an off-spinner, as I heard the commentators say, he's a carom ball off-spinner or a googly off-spinner. Who cares? No baller can decide the speed he bowls at. He bowls at a certain speed because that's what he wants to do. But what the speed gun clocks is immaterial. And that's why speed guns can often be misleading. You, know, you could be bowling at 120. The speed gun could be registering the baller at 150. The speed gun is an illusion. It always be an illusion. So it never gets me pumped up. It's an illusion in the real world. As a single is taken, 3.1 overs, 1 for 27. So the speed gun, when we get excited about these things, it's an illusion. And the real part, it's an illusion when you play a video game. It's an illusion at every level. It was an illusion when we got carried away by the West Indies fastballers 50 years ago. Because who said the West Indies bowlers are fast? Their counterparts, they weren't wearing helmets. If a bowler, if a batter doesn't wear a helmet today, a hundred, a hundred kilometer per hour ball will look like 200. Because when the ball comes from the batter, it, it, it's always fast. Whether it's 150 or 50 or 100 or 115 or whatever, whatever with the average ball. When you're not wearing a helmet, Everything seems like a blur and everything seems like as if am I going to be alive the next moment? I'm not going to even listen to 
what those batters had to say all those years ago about the past bowlers of a certain region of a certain country because it's an illusion i didn't face them so i don't have the proof if i had faced them who knows i would have said maybe they were fast but that's something for another day as we get ready as yash real continues to bowl his second over of the match 1427 after 3.2 overs as we get ready for the final 10 balls of this particular match as the party is on strike this time goes over the top and the catch has been well it was a difficult chance i would not call it a drop and saying that it's a drop catch is the harshest thing to say it's not a drop it's a great effort if it sticks clap if it doesn't stick all right let's not make these individuals i think it was a great effort i will not see it as a drop the broadcasters may put it in the drop section no not for me i would never allow that if i was in charge of the broadcast i would say nothing i would not agree with the commentators it's not a drop it happens just because the coaches and the captain react because at this time the ball is pulled away and it falls short of the fielder so hyderabad in a bit of angle a pull shot which falls short of the fielder a cut shot which should have been taken but doesn't mean that it has to be taken always so not a drop catch i do not believe in this drop catch theory and i will never go with it so the final two balls of this particular match i said the final eight balls but now it's been revised with the final two balls as edge and then gone to the third man so the hyderabad batters are have a scrambled mind and they they have they thought they'll be chasing 160 now, now now they have to score 160 so it's a different mind game for them i don't think how that makes a different bowl first bat first irrelevant things but for these batters everything makes a huge difference so the final ball of tonight's program and so far i think it's a 50 50 situation hyderabad has done well to get to around 30 in four overs and gujarat has done well to get to the wicket this time he's pulled it away but once again one bounce to the fielder and that ends tonight's program this ends episode number 513 on the 27th of april 2022 stay tuned for the next episode on the 29th of april 2022 at our regular morning time with episode number 514 